Welcome to Wrestling's The Revenue Podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how to improve our quality of sleep to grow our business and improve your health and wellness. I am Donetta D. Mooring, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black National Unity News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Bobby Vias, growth mindset coach. Bobby, I really want to thank you for your time and expertise. This is part two, so I'm going to get right to it. Now, the question might sound a little bit similar, but it's actually not. So what is the difference between a fix and a growth mindset? Ooh, such a powerful question. Thank you so much, first, for having me. I am just completely beside myself with joy. So thank you so much. So a fixed mindset, growth mindset, I don't believe the world knows it enough. So thank you for asking that such such a vital question. So fixed mindset is what we call a limited mindset. It's basically you putting caps on your intellect. It says that your intellect and your intellectual prowess is fixed. It cannot be enhanced. It cannot be grown no more than what it is. So you know how some would say, oh, she's just a naturally born finger, or he's just a naturally born basketball player. Well, believe it or not, that person had to work really hard to get to where they are. But a person with fixed mindset doesn't acknowledge that. They believe that intellect is fixed. So even in that, they believe that if they try, what if they fail? What if it doesn't work out? So it's more on the negative end. And what I found is that fixed mindset is oftentimes fed by fear. Mm. Growth mindset is the I can, the I will, the I must, that I will learn for the sake of learning, that failure is not even in the construct because it's all learning, that my job as a human is to improve my potential take the limitations off my potential, grow in learning. I'm not concerned with what people think because it would hinder me from learning. My job is to unleash my potential. Do you see that major oh difference there? Yes, yes, I do. So what, what comes to mind is when I think of fix, I think of someone stuck. Like they feel as though mm. the things should stay the same and they don't want to grow because they just believe that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, you know, that I supposed to, it's like they stuck at the age of 16 or 21. Exactly. Like there's no growth, there's no anything at all. I'm I'm a grown person stuck in a, I'm getting older by age, but I'm still in a mindset of a child. So I think of that someone being stuck. Exactly. And that person who is operating in a fixed mindset is very cautious about being vulnerable, right? So what we've learned in growth mindset, that vulnerability is not a weakness. It's actually a catalyst for confidence. But individuals with a fixed mindset, they're so protective of their confidence in that it becomes fragile. I don't want to put myself out there because what if they don't like it? What if it's not good enough? So one with a fixed mindset is not even going to try out of fear of being seen or viewed as a failure, whereas growth mindset says it's all learning. Whether I make a mistake, whether I fail or not, 
I am still growing if I learn and put the effort into my life. Oh, my God. What comes to mind when you said that is live video. I don't like doing it. Mm -hmm. I feel uncomfortable. I get nervous, the whole nine yards. So normally... I'm I'm just so transparent. It's it's ridiculous. I come right out I and say it. I'm nervous. Um, but then after I say that, then I say it's not about me. It's about you. And then I then I say what I need to say. Then I then I can really relax. But it, and then normally when I do videos from time to time, I get so many responses, you know. And it's just like like oh my gosh. But it's just so hard for me. But that's 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 something it's a struggle i can do it when i really have to but i notice that's almost like the stepping stone i need to be mm -hmm. vulnerable first to get that out and right. then and then i can like ah take a deep deep breath and then i can continue right. so yeah yes and oh what happens gosh. when you actually push through the vulnerability and you actually push through the discomfort and do the difficult thing you're hooping and hollering, yay, I did the difficult thing, yes. I did the live, I did yes. the video. And that yes. right there is the beginning of confidence in that thing. Mm. And this is what the world missed. The world misses that because it still believes that vulnerability is a weakness. Now we know that that belief system comes from a deficit mindset, comes from an I'm not enough mindset. So what mm -hmm. you described is the push-through, the push-through in that vulnerability to create confidence and to grow a growth mindset. Oh, my goodness. I just love it. Woo, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, keep doing it. Question. Keep doing yeah, it. I know. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh believe me, I am. I'm pushing myself like, who am I? <laughs> so the next question is, what is overcoming thinking errors? What is that? Oh, my goodness. Overcoming thinking errors. So that is a, a multi-part system, right? Okay. So when, when I think of overcoming thinking errors, one, it requires grit and it requires honesty because you're going to be contending with thought processes that you have curated for over the last several years, right? So th yeah. this is conditioning that you've built up over the last, 10 and 20 years. So giving yourself grace is going to be paramount. Having the courage and having the grit is going to be paramount. So definitely being honest about where you are. And so when I think of overcoming thinking errors, you want to be able to track it in real time, in real time. So what I'd like to tell my clients is if you have the notes you keep on your phone or if you have a Trello board or something that you keep handy because we always have our phones with us, Whenever you feel yourself thinking something negative, whether it is about yourself, oftentimes it's about us because we're often harsh on ourselves, right, unfortunately. Yeah. We're learning mm -hmm. how to be different, but unfortunately that, <laughs> that's the case. So track it. And what I tell my clients is track it with a tally mark. Make it simple. And at the end of the day, see how many tally marks you have. And then you can begin to process, is it, the, is it common belief systems that keep reoccurring? Are there common thoughts that keep reoccurring? And am I ruminating? Am I fixating on those thoughts where I'm thinking about it for hours on end, for days on end? That is a problem. 
right? Because one, it robs you of your day. Yeah. And it robs you of your morning and your out and your evening and all of that. And another, it manifests and it keeps manifesting that negative for you. So track it. When you track it, after you track it, you be, you can begin to process it and find those reoccurring themes, and then you can go. Then you can go from there. Oh, you know what? What came to mind? You know how people say you crazy when you talk to yourself and you shouldn't answer yourself. I totally disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I totally disagree. I totally I disagree. Because to me, we have the power in the, yes, God gives us, you know, the, you know, the answers and signs. But, you know, mm. I ask myself why. And who else but me? No. So when I put it out there and say, why are you like this? Why are you allowing this? Then I look at the big picture and I say, okay, um, like, like I was told years ago, and people used to say this all the time, you too nice, you too nice. As if it was a disease, like, oh my gosh. And mm. I understood what they meant. And, and someone had showed me in a dictionary and I actually remember seeing it, nice meant stupid. And I was like, whoa. Wow. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not nice anymore. I'm pleasant. I thought to change the word because I didn't want to be stupid. <laughs> so, so I changed the word that I'm pleasant and, and well, I, I don't want to use the word easygoing, but I'm thoughtful. I listen, you know, so I changed the terminology. And so I had to change, I had to overcome that thinking error of being too nice. And so, you know, at times words are so powerful and how it affects you. And so that's what, what I found mm -hmm. out for me. I love that. I, I, love, I love the authenticity in your transparency. I really believe that's a skill set. And that vulnerability is such, is such a powerful, powerful tool to use, not just to help yourself, but to help other people. So I love, keep these shares coming, Donetta. Oh, they're, thank they're you. Absolutely, you <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Thinking errors, just like defense mechanisms. And mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think we wake up saying, I'm going to have a thinking error today, or I'm going to give <laughs> into these various defense mechanisms. We don't. A lot of this is subconscious. A lot of this happens with our experiences. Oftentimes they're negative, and we begin to curate these thinking errors, like displacement. Displacement is if I'm, I'm mad at this one person or this one thing, and I can't take it out on them, so I can't yell at my boss for doing their thing. So I'm going to go home and I'm going to yell at my kids because it's easier, right? That's also a right. thinking error. That's also something that feeds passive aggression, right? So it's going mm -hmm. to be really important that as we track it, which takes honesty, grit, and courage, that as we track it, we begin to look at what beliefs, what these are causing us to lose, right? What, what are these beliefs causing us to lose in our life? And are they fear-fed? And if they're fed by fear, what can we do to starve those belief systems? And a lot of mm. the times that answer is going to be action, taking action right. of some kind. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. Now the next question is, can you briefly share about the mental health advocate journey? Oh, my goodness. Oh, it is one of such beauty and such triumphs and such long hours. So 
After I graduated college with, uh, after I graduated with my master's in counseling, my first population that I ever worked or ever served uh, was the homeless with severe mental illness and substance abuse. So if you hear me enough, you, you'll often hear that I'm often quoting the serenity prayer and that I'm often talking about grit because I learned from addicts and substance abusers in the rooms of NAAA, powerful, powerful rooms, uh, what grit meant and what resiliency meant and what having the courage to accept the things that I cannot change and the wisdom to know the difference, what all of that meant. So uh, you can imagine after doing that for several years, uh, unbeknownst to me, and I wasn't as cool as I am now, so unbeknownst to me, I got burned out. I got right. burned out because it's a beautiful and, and uh, intense population to have that be my first population. Uh, but those were the individuals that I served for years. And we were bringing them to motels. We were finding them on local streets. And we were offering case management and counseling. And when I tell you it was so fulfilling and so rewarding and so life-altering, I, I can't even begin to begin to say, but that was the very beginning, and we can say it's school, you know, my bachelor's in psychology, my master's in counseling, you know, uh, going for my PhD in family studies uh, that's ongoing and in progress. We can say it was all of that, but it was really that population, that vulnerable, amazing population that needed help and still needs today. So that is a uh, snippet of my uh, mental health journey. And I decided to turn that, those degrees and that uh, mental health background into growth mindset coaching. And that's when I found my purpose. And it is a beautiful thing because I get to do what I love and it is, it is triumphant. And I wouldn't have gotten there had I not served that population. Oh my gosh, that's just so amazing. Just to hear that because you really don't hear that population being being served. So I really honor you for, for doing that. And then also we'll learn how to pivot and use that to still continue to serve others. So thank you. Thanks for listening to Rest of the Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Mentor Tracker is a comprehensive sleep tracking solution from sleep aids that you use before bed to calm you down. Sleep tracking that tracks your sleep, records your snore, and detects relevant sleep risks, including sleep apnea, to smart alarms that wake you up naturally, sleep reports that give you more insight on your sleep quality and issues, and sleep courses and articles that help you improve your sleep health. All these are neatly packed into one app to help people have a great sleep. So scan the QR code with your cell phone, download, and discover more about the sleep app or mental tracker with millions of users. This is Sydney Chalolone, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcast on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. 
We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. I am Donetta D. Mooring, Wrestling the Revenue Podcast, and we have our special guest, Bobby Viaz. I'm going to continue with the question. Now, my next question is, what is your struggle in unwinding at night? Oh, gosh, my struggle, and that is a current thing that I'm overcoming. My struggle in unwinding is the mental muscle work, and I'll explain. Uh, I am very adamant about being the best version of myself. I am very adamant about being an example for my clients and for my students. I can't just talk about this thing. I have to walk and live in this thing. And that being said, managing my personal development, my professional development, and being a mom to a wonderful seven-year-old and being a wife and being a dog mom, uh, it is very difficult to turn off that need for enhancing and improving and growing and showing. Um, I'm always finding my hands and my mind to do something, right? And so I've had to be very intentional about sitting down, and I call it my goof-off time, sitting Mm -hmm. down and literally goofing off in the corner of my couch, whatever that looks like, playing a game on my phone or journaling or praying or just sitting in silence. I've had to become very, 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 very intentional intentional about that. But it is very, it is something that I have to be very deliberate about because I'm always so excited, so excited. When I find out a, a good idea, I'm excited to implement it right away. And sometimes that conflicts with my schedule and my human need for food. <laughs> Well, you know what? Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. And I'll always say, and I understand and can relate because I once was like that too. I, you know, just all these ideas. But then what I started to do is I got a book, a regular book that a first grader would have, <laughs> get it from the dollar store, dollar or dollar twenty five cent store, and just write, mm-hmm. you know, things um, that's on my mind that I need to do for the next day or the next week, or the next mm-hmm. month. Just Powerful. dump it there. That way it's not in my mind anymore. Then I can get a good, nice rest. And, and that way that, um, that um, you know, that I don't have to worry about that being on my mind, and then I can really be at peace. Because it's, it's almost like you've taken all that to bed, and you don't have to do everything that day. Um, just right. look at, I always tell people, look at, instead of trying to do everything, look at your accomplishments, what you have done, whether it's one major one, two small ones, a couple of, you I know, combined, that. just look at it that, that way. So it's like, be grateful for the moment, for the days, for the hours, and that way, and you deserve and you are more than worthy to get the quality that you need so you have enough energy and you could be productive to tackle the next day. I, I mean, I love that, Donetta. I think that is, I'm, I'm actually taking notes. <laughs> I think that is a, a wonderful, wonderful tool to use. And just understanding that you are worthy to get 
to having a good rest. And I and one of the things that I am overcoming in my mindset journey is that my abilities are tied to my worthiness. And I think that affects my need to go to sleep on time uh, or my need to get that quality rest because I think that I need to be doing something. Because if I'm doing something, then I am worthy. But that's the problem. That is the problem, right. and right. that right. is not the truth. I am worthy whether I do it or not. If I don't lift right. a finger, I'm still worthy and I'm still enough. And so I, I thank you for bringing that up because it reaffirms my overcoming in that regard. And so this is why I'm so intentional about, okay, okay, Bobby, it is time to stop working. You are at a yeah. stopping point. And I've not done that. I'm telling you, our conversation sparked so much, and it sparked so much intentionality. I'm like, okay, well, it's time to stop working. This will have to wait until the next day because I know what it's like when I don't get rest. I'm cranky. I'm irritable. Mm -hmm. I'm not able to think clearly. And if I can't think clearly, I cannot be effective, and, and right. I cannot be impactful. Yes. And then another thing, you know, and it's the simple things that really make a, a difference. We all have our phones. Set a timer. Use mm -hmm. the timer for a specific time you want to go to sleep and shut everything thing off, you know, or you can do I it ahead that. of time. It really depends on the person. There's some people, you know, like, like for me, like um, that temporarily I'm watching my grandson. So I've been, I set my alarm for 9 o'clock at night. I go to sleep. I wake up at 5. I rest or kind of unwind an hour before I wake up, get up, exercise, and I start my day. So I'm on a strict, you know, routine because I'm watching my grandson who was one years old. But, and even when I was, I still had certain times I go to bed. I had a time frame. So even if it's not a specific time, even you say, I'm going to go to bed between 9 and 10 or 9 and 10.30 or 9 and 11, at least that when you have a window. And, and, you know, it depends on your schedule. So that's another thing. Give yourself grace because you might not be able to go to sleep at that. a specific time. So, yes, yes. I love that. And I'm going to start implementing that today. See, I'm an actor. Okay, paper, good. I, you gave me a great tip and because I think that it's realistic. Like when you get, when yes. I give myself a time frame, like, okay, between 11 and 12, that you don't need to be working into the next day. So between 11 and 12, Bob, you need to start wrapping things up. You need to go to sleep to give yourself that grace to get up and have a quality, after having a quality rest. So that is a great tip. Thank you. Yes, yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. And the other question I have, do you feel you need accountability to improve your quality of sleep? Ooh, accountability. Well, I pride myself on being a person of relative discipline. And I pride myself on being a person where you will never be able to tell Bobby about Bobby because more than likely Bobby, good or bad or indifferent, Bobby knows about Bobby. Uh, at right. the same point of time, I, there definitely needs to be some accountability checks and balances in place to ensure that I'm getting a quality a quality night's sleep, and that I'm amenable to, that I'm I'm open to. Okay, these are the checks and balances, and I'm going to hold myself to it because I believe, one, I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy of getting that quality night's rest so I can be at my best, right? And two, yeah. because I'm the instrument, 
and this needs to happen for me to be effective and to be impactful. You're not a robot. You need rest, not sleep, but rest. So, yes, I definitely think accountability plays a part in that. And I think the things that you've mentioned can definitely be tools of accountability to keep that in check. For some reason, when if something pops up on my calendar, I pay attention to it. So why not have that pop up on my calendar, right? right? Yes. Have, are, yes. you, are you wrapping things up? It could be called, Bobby, are you wrapping things up? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I think these are all great ideas. So absolutely. Well, great, great. Once again, thank you for staying with Rescue the Revenue Podcast. We'll be right back. Greetings. This is Dr. Essie McCoy, your podcast host of Dr. Essie Speaks Education. I am elated to bring you a weekly show where I discuss everything about education. That's right. What you want to know, what you don't know, and what you need to know will be aired each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Get ready, mark your calendars, and tune in to this show as we keep the pulse on education from an award-winning educator. Remember, once again, to tune in every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. This is Donetta D. Morris. I am so excited, and I welcome you to my new podcast, Rest Leads to Revenue. This will be an outstanding podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners. This podcast is an extension of my book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep Hygiene and Lose Weight. This podcast will educate, enlighten, and encourage you to take charge of your sleep with respect as an entrepreneur and business owner, gain energy you need to take the business to the next level. I welcome you to tune into my podcast every Friday. You won't regret it. Thank you for staying with our special guest, Bobby Viaz. Bobby, oh my goodness, this has been so amazing. I'm so, I have to take a rest and unwind after this because I'm just so excited and, it, and I'm it. sure if I'm excited, others are too. So if you could please share with our listening audience how we can support you and, and contact you. I love it. Thank you so much. It was just an honor talking to you about fear and all things growth mindset. So I am definitely privileged to be in your company. Absolutely. So thank you. Can find me on Instagram. Absolutely. The easiest thing in the world to say. Easiest thing in the world. You're wonderful. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Bobby K. Thanks you. Bobby K. Thanks you. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Bobby K. Vios. And on Instagram, there is a link for my calendar, and I would love to talk to you about ditching your fears and living the life that you were designed to live. So click on that link, find time to meet with me for 30 minutes complimentary, and let's get to the bottom of this so we can get you toward living the life that you were designed to live because it's a great, absolutely. Great, but thank you. If someone would like to reach out to me, the best way is Donetta10k.com. And then it's spelled D-O-N-A-T-A, -A, the number one, zero K.com. That's where you'll be able to find my website, on my podcast episodes, 
services I offer on sleep, health, fitness, and wellness, including all my social media platforms and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals.